Welcome to the Digital Marketing Fluid Podcast, where we talk about uh, new and new tricks that people are doing in the digital marketing space. I'm your host, Paul Matthew. I help businesses communicate their mission online through online video. Today, I have Tom Norton. He is the general manager for WKTV, and he wears many hats, one of which is digital marketing. So yes, tell me a little yes. bit about what that entails. Digital marketing for WKTV, uh, essentially, uh, we kind of take a, a spherical approach mm-hmm. to our digital marketing efforts, uh, and that usually entails uh, using uh, multiple platforms mm-hmm. uh, uh, to help satisfy multiple needs. And are you the only one who does it, or do you have a, a group of people, a team that works with you? Well, it's uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, in a, in a perfect world, there would be a group of people. There'd mm-hmm. be a department that yes. I could I could walk down the hallway to the department and right. say, "Hey, let's do X, Y, and Z." Um, usually, uh, that involves me walking in a small circle in my office and uh, pretending that I'm going down to the media department. Uh, the marketing department to do uh, discuss what's uh, the future need. We have brought on freelancers mm-hmm. in the past, which has been good, uh, and uh, we get uh, a, a wide uh, variety of mm-hmm. opinions mm-hmm. by bringing in freelancers, which is that's been very, very, um, very a rich experience for us. Um, the the marketing thrust that we use is not so much dependent upon for our perspective is not so much dependent upon the platform mm-hmm. um, which really is a technical mm-hmm. thing yeah as opposed to the devising of a campaign so you handle the campaign then, right I'm more of the 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 the, the creative side of a campaign yeah so you slogans logos you know uh, you know, funny phrases, using humor to kind Mm -hmm. of engage an audience, things like that. So WKTV is is basically nonprofit community media, for those who don't know. And it's... Who (laughs) wouldn't know? Well, now you know. I've been working hard on this marketing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, which is comparable to basically being a small business owner. Yep, exactly. You have a lot of responsibilities, so any small business owner can relate yep. to your work-life balance. Where there's just there's a million and one things going. Yeah, there's on. no there's no walls of separation. Yeah. In uh, in that quote unquote work-life balance, work and life are often intertwined. And what advice would you have as someone who's done a good job with your social media and being able to keep that up while balancing all your other hats? What are some of the key things that you think you could pass on to another person? Uh, you know, I think one of the best things in terms of advice to anybody else in a small business environment that is, you know, realizing that they have to engage in social media, they have to engage in digital marketing, is that work consciously to prevent yourself from becoming overwhelmed, mm-hmm. which is very very easy so true. to do. I'm a, a um, solopreneur, so yeah, yeah, solopreneur. It, overwhelm is a very easy thing to come by, yep. <laughs> and 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 because there are so many demands, so many needs in so many different directions, and mm-hmm. there's only one person with two arms in 24 hours in a day. Do you batch your content out, or do you do it right then and there and post? 
Um, usually right then and there and then post. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually something is like when, you know, for the, for the, the creative side of this again, and not so, and, and I know you're very much mm-hmm. tuned into the technical side, the A, B sides of Facebook yeah. marketing and, and, you know, Google AdWords and so on and so forth. Um, usually the, the paradigm that exists within my, my world is driving to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. I have a 20-minute commute, and it's usually thinking about... Mm-hmm you know, something, or I will see something, uh, on television at home, mm-hmm. or I will see something, you know, in my free time because, you know, in, in any quote unquote position like this, you really don't have free time. Yeah. You know, um, you're always thinking of, of, you just are. Yeah. It's your responsibility. It doesn't turn off. No. <laughs> it's, and it's, and it's, it's my responsibility. Yeah. You know, it's, it's my task. So because of that, you know, and quite often when I'm driving to work, I will think of something that a, a new way or I'll see a mm. bumper sticker or I'll see a billboard or something that inspires you or just, you know, there's a fires the synapse in the brain. And then, boom, I go into work and then, you know, I will I will carve out a little bit of time that day to create something. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty good at Photoshop and, you know, and that's just one of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it allows for speed. Mm hmm. I mean that's, that's one very that, important. And speed. speed is very important. The 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 downside as such is that it doesn't uh, allow for um real development. Mm-hmm. A real development of the idea. Yeah. Because you got the idea on your drive in at seven AM and you've got a window just before lunch to kind of execute this. Mm-hmm. So you've got twenty, thirty minutes in front of Photoshop. Boom, 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 boom. It's you gone know, by 1 p.m. and you're done. And that's it. I remember having a conversation with you before where you utilized interns and people on your team to create content that you could post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's another strategy. Have you used that much or is no, that? Not, okay. not at this point. I mean, you know, like anyone, you know, like any organization where there's only a few uh, uh, employees, you know, and few by, you know, we don't have 50 employees Mm -hmm. um any organization you just don't have the luxury Mm -hmm. of being able to pursue where we're all gonna every tuesday is our marketing meeting and we're all Mm -hmm. gonna sit down and we're gonna pull up we're gonna create this methodology that we're all going to pursue this Mm -hmm. marketing course and then into that is going to come the design for the logo and the design for the email campaign and the social media and charlie here is doing social media and sam here is doing constant contact and Mm -hmm. you know Susie may is doing twitter and Mm -hmm. that just that exists in very large corporations Mm -hmm. and who have those beautifully polished marketing campaigns that just does not exist with small businesses Mm -hmm. or small nonprofits like we are so, you know, um, you do what you can, when you can, how you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's it. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you, there's a certain level of satisfaction that you get because the beauty of social media marketing, social media online marketing, digital marketing, the beauty of that is that it does produce results mm-hmm. that yeah, are seeable. And you can track that. Yeah. And you can track it's those measurable. results. Even, even, even on a small scale, mm-hmm. you know, such as this, you, it does produce results that you can see. You do get immediate responses to an email campaign. You do mm-hmm. get immediate responses to a social media campaign. It may not be in the numbers that you would love, mm-hmm. but you do get 
response. Exactly. Whereas in the old days, you would buy a, um, you'd spend a couple thousand dollars on a full page ad in the mm. Grand Rapids Press. Yeah. And that ad would run the Sunday paper mm-hmm. and you would sit and wait. That actually kind of leads day, me into days. one of my questions I've written down here. And that's, you have a background in traditional media or advertising. Like you've done that, mm-hmm. that method. Mm-hmm. What are some pros and cons between old media and new media? Old media had a, um, that's an interesting term. Um, uh, old, old media, geriatric media, now, uh, old media had a, there was never a rush. Mm -hmm. There was never this instantaneous, I mean, we don't even say immediacy, we'll say instantaneous. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was, that, that just didn't exist. It Mm -hmm. wasn't a part of its, 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 its MO. How how would you measure whether it was working for you or not what were some of the parameters in place to well the big the, that? the big thing with traditional advertising was repetition that was the big thing mm-hmm. so you just didn't take out one full page ad well, in the sunday to- paper you took out you took out a full page ad every sunday for two months you spent mm-hmm. twenty thousand dollars on those full page ads mm-hmm. and then you would see Results in sales if you're mm-hmm. a retail operation or w- what have you, mm-hmm. and that was the biggest buyers of the the full page ads back in the day, uh, the, via print media. And television was the same. It was the it was the, the you know the thirty second ad mm-hmm. that you bought mm-hmm. on the local affiliate, and mm-hmm. you got that placed if you were lucky just before the weather <clears throat> or just mm-hmm. after the weather when you know the the viewership of the local newscast was at its peak, mm-hmm. and you did that repetitiously. Mm-hmm. over the course of a month and then that's what you know really engaged your audience and produced sales mm-hmm. if you're a retail operation but um uh today and i think what's better today and that that's the pro of then mm-hmm. the pro of then is that it was slower it wasn't as hectic but the downside of then is that you bought that 30 second ad that full page ad in print or, or broadcast media and you spent money on a lot of eyeballs that mm-hmm. could have cared less about yeah. your full-page ad. They could have cared less about your 30-second television ad. Mm-hmm. They weren't interested in it. But you were spending money on them seeing it. Mm-hmm. Because the, the back then, the television stations determined the cost of that ad based on the numbers of eyeballs, regardless mm-hmm. of whether those eyeballs were interested. Yeah. you know. And now the beauty of the social media and the online and the digital marketing is that you can specifically target via proven interests and what would you say is the comparison of cost between that so a thousand eyeballs on tv versus a thousand targeted eyes on social media uh i would say that it's the cost is um virtually comparative i mean it's so you're you're getting the same price but one's targeted and one's not right um you know i mean I don't think we're getting a deal mm-hmm. from Facebook. No. I don't think we're getting a deal from Google. We're not. They're not mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not giving anything away for free. They're not mm-hmm. giving anything away at a reduced price. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we are paying for what we're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, what social media and digital marketing has allowed, it has allowed 
small businesses, small nonprofits with limited cash reserves to become players in the advertising marketplace. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, 25 years ago, this nonprofit, okay, would never have had the financial means to buy full page ads in the Grand Rapids Press because right. those full page ads were, you know, three, four thousand dollars a pop. Mm -hmm. And you needed to do like 10 of them. Mm -hmm. So you needed to allocate significant financial resources, which you did. So you were not even, you weren't even, a, you didn't even have a seat at the table, mm -hmm. you know. Um, serious television advertising, serious print advertising, magazines, newspapers, that was reserved for the big guys. Mm -hmm. And um, what the digital revolution has mm -hmm. done is is provided us with a seat at that table, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, we are able to participate in that game. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but obviously, cost analysis-wise, um, uh, the big people like, say, for instance, Gordon Food Service, which is a major corporation right here in Wyoming, um, uh, Gordon Food Services has, you know, significant financial resources to really engage Facebook users mm -hmm. and online people nationwide to the tune of, you know, I'm sure their Facebook bill but the is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. But the difference also is when you were fighting for, say, a spot on TV, mm -hmm. you were, they had a certain amount of allocation for the time and that was one channel. And so that had a higher value because there wasn't as much separation. It was a limited quantity. Whereas Facebook, mm -hmm. you're now dividing it. You're not competing for the same spot on their Facebook. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're competing for, oh, well, these people are the people I want to target. So they could be spending millions of dollars on a different group of people. And if you tried to market to that group, your price is going to go way up because it's a bidding strategy. Right. So yeah. that's going to be a higher bid. But if you can niche yourself down and zero in on a smaller market mm -hmm. where the big guys aren't dumping tons of cash in, that's mm -hmm. where you're going to have a lot more success. And that's how people become successful with Facebook advertising right. and get a really good ROI because they're not competing against those big guys. They're competing right. against people that they don't even think about. Right, right. And I, I think that that's really, you know, um, that break breaking that down like that is really where you have the biggest benefit to helping small business owners and small nonprofits understand mm -hmm. how they can get engaged in mm -hmm. digital media marketing. Um, but the 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 age old problem still exists, yeah. and that is that a um, the owner of a small business, the general manager of a small nonprofit. Uh, still fights the battle of finite time. Mm -hmm. You just don't have the time. Yeah. You, you unless you have a staff person and the numbers of staff people that mm -hmm. you can do that, but you only do that if you're a larger organization. Right. So that doesn't even enter into the equation. Mm -hmm. You're still the, you're still the person that washes the bottles, sweeps the parking lot, maybe cleans the toilets. Yeah. You know, and does all the stuff. And plus, by the way, I'm going to do a little bit of digital marketing here. Yeah. You know. Um, some some people enjoy that freedom. Mm -hmm. They enjoy that. Uh, to me, I find it it goes back and forth a love hate. <laughs> yeah. Between frustration. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, 
you, I, the small victories mm-hmm. that you get as a as a as a as a one man band, two man band kind of digital marketing outfit, the small victories you get from responses that you can engage, mm-hmm. um, and, and and all at the same time, there is this ongoing feeling that I am only nipping the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. and I mean I haven't even begun to really experience what I could experience with this. Mm-hmm. But I just have to have either the day has to go from 24 hours to 30. Well, a win you, know, you could reduce else. your time. Um, and I, I mentioned this earlier is batching it out, even though it is a little harder to schedule that time because you have to now allocate a dedicated set amount of time. But the amount of efficiency you can do that, because if you're spreading yourself out through all these little pieces of like, mm-hmm. okay, I thought of this, I'll post it. And that took you maybe 10 minutes. But in 10 minutes, if you were in the mindset, you could schedule three other posts in that 10 minutes if you were yes. setting aside that time. Correct, Mundo. There, I mean, and there, and there is this level of sophistication that you mm-hmm. have to reach, mm-hmm. you want to reach. And there's free tools for scheduling your Correct. content out yeah. too. Yeah, and I think what a lot of small business owners and uh, uh, leaders of small NPOs um, face is this, for lack of a better term, phobia. Mm-hmm. about having to slice out mental space mm-hmm. and divert it yeah to something that they 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 understand that mm-hmm. maybe that they could benefit from this mm-hmm. but we have I have these immediate demands mm-hmm. that are clear and concise right now yeah. and that takes bandwidth mm-hmm. from my brain to get this and this and this and this taken care of and yes I know I could benefit from that i don't really see ambiguity how. is our biggest enemy oh my gosh yes we don't fully feel like we understand it mm-hmm. and therefore we understand these things and so we're going to maximize our productivity in the things where the outcome is clear the scoreboard Precisely. is clear you know when you're mm-hmm. gaining traction you mm-hmm. know where you're going those mm-hmm. are the things that you're going to spend more time on versus social media oh i I know it's important, but I don't have a clear outcome. I don't have a clear score. Yeah. But if you took the time to invest in understanding what your outcome and your scoreboard is, mm-hmm. then you'll be able to allocate that time more efficiently and more consciously. And it's almost where you need some other resource out there mm-hmm. to break that down for you, to mm-hmm. show you. There's lots of Put tab B into slot A, and this will happen. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Charlie over here did that, and it's, it's not he's a, increased his sales by 7,000%. It's not percent, an yeah. exact science. It's not A, B, C. It's, it is more of a methodology. You, do, you follow the process, and then you optimize that process, and it will bring results. It just mm-hmm. takes time and patience and consistency. Mm-hmm. All three in short supply. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but it's a worthwhile investment once you start mm-hmm, getting returns so. on it. And if you don't see the returns on it right away, it gets a little intimidating because you're like, ah, well, I'm just wasting dollars and time on this thing. That's well, not- you, have your, you, you, you have this great, you know, probably an overused word, but this great democratization mm-hmm. of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, print media and television broadcast media – was only available to a select few who were specifically trained in the medium, you know. And now because of social media and anybody can have a Facebook page and anybody can have a Facebook account and Mm -hmm. anybody can become an ad manager on their Facebook account, Mm -hmm. you have this great democratization Mm -hmm. that has, you know, washed over the 
the, the scene. And uh, because of that, you are now dealing with, um, you have that option has been placed before a whole range of people mm -hmm. that it never would have been replaced placed before in, mm -hmm. in the past. And um, so you have a lot of people just not understanding mm -hmm. and not getting it. And I mean, for instance, um, a classic case in point is uh, the Metro Cruise here in uh, Wyoming and Kenwood. Mm -hmm. That happens every year. You know, it's approximately 150,000 people, mm -hmm. you know, every August on 28th Street for a classic car event. Mm -hmm. Okay. And much like the Dream Cruise over on the east side of the state on Woodward Avenue, the um, retail merchants on Woodward and on 28th Street mm -hmm. often complain bitterly mm -hmm. about this event mm -hmm. because they claim that and they are upset that their driveways are blocked by traffic and, and the regular customers do not want to navigate that that throng to get to their store to buy the new pair of shoes or to buy whatever. And, um, and they don't see the, they don't see the forest, mm -hmm. you know, they're, 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 they're mired in their daily tree diet, you yeah, know, where they yeah. just see the trees day after day after day and they don't see the forest. And then there's along comes this event and my gosh, you have 150,000 people. Yeah. I mean, you have potential customers yeah. everywhere, but they don't have that just because of this democratization of, mm -hmm. me, of social media has taken place, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that these business owners have the skill yeah. to recognize mm -hmm. what is as plain as day right in front of them. Mm -hmm. And so there's this great disconnect mm -hmm. that hasn't been bridged. Yeah, and I think, and I think that people but, like you, I mean, that would be a great opportunity to help small businesses mm -hmm. understand marketing potential, but you're only gonna be able to do that, I think, with, with, with by showing them Quickly, simply, and easily, a case study. Yeah. Charlie here, who owns the shoe store down the street, mm -hmm. uh, had terrible sales during Metro Cruise for mm -hmm. year after year until Charlie figured out he could do XYZ. So he did XYZ, and what do you know, during Metro Cruise, his sales went up 300%. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you say that, you lay that yeah. out to a small business owner, they're like, I get it. Yeah. I can do that. I will do that. Well, I think the biggest misconception when it comes to it is people think on this national or global scale of an economy when it's social media, but you can target geographically in your area. And so you're not competing against global marketplace. You're competing against your local area. And your local area is filled with tons of business owners that don't get it, that don't mm -hmm. see it. So there's and, a lot and, of opportunity and a lot of underpriced mm -hmm. attention. Yeah. And the biggest thing is yeah. it doesn't have to be a super efficient world crushing ad it's people just like honesty and transparency and you don't need high production value you just need to be in front of a camera and show your personality because when you're in front of friends and family and other strangers when you're talking to them they trust you because they can see you they see the name the person behind the business mm -hmm. now if you mm -hmm. you basically take that concept to scale when you create ads on facebook you're just posting a video of yourself talking about something that you're passionate about, that you care about, you post it, and then the ad money is just to get it in front of more eyeballs right. in your area. And it's actually a lot more efficient, a simpler process than people make it out to be. Let me, let me ask you about what is, if you had to single out three separate techniques, 
separate techniques, very mm-hmm. small, very simple, very easy, mm-hmm. you know, tasks that a small business owner, small NPO operator could um, use mm-hmm. to get their ball rolling. Um, tasks what? for like starting the process? Yeah, starting the process. Social media, digital marketing, mm-hmm. just three tasks. I would first... And they don't have to do all three. They can do any one, but they can do all three or whatever. Oh, so not a like a three-step process. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. say you can do X or you can do Y or you can do Z or you can do X, Y, Z. It can do uh, Z, Y, X. I mean... So one thing mm. you could do is just pull out a camera and start talking about your business or things that you care about that are relevant to your business and posting that. Um, and just, you may, maybe you're doing a giveaway or anything simple. You're just taking the time to pull out your phone. Everyone has a camera these days. You just hit record. You just need to hold it horizontally, Hor- not vertically. You can even hold it vertically nowadays. It's no, <laughs> our eyeballs are not stacked on but top of our head. Our eyeballs are phones. side to side. <laughs> people are watching on their phones now. So in the okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so that doesn't matter as much. I mean, mm. it's more cinematic when it's vertical, yeah, sure. or horizontal. It's less I mean, annoying, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's also the cropping factor when you're right. watching a vertical video on Facebook and Instagram. It's it's not the full <laughs> mm-hmm. video. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but technical specs aside, just getting that out there and being present. Um, that's one thing you can do. Uh, and then another way you could go about it is just if you're not comfortable in front of being on camera right. or it, it just like scares you like no mm-hmm. maybe you're you're good at writing so take mm-hmm. the time to write every day just think of something that you can talk about post it and ask for engagement do something that people want to respond to like mm-hmm. if you're running an ice cream shop just write up hey we I really love this ice cream. What's your favorite ice cream? And then just right. get people engaging. I love blueberry goo. Or whatever, and and yeah. then the most important thing is respond to those people. Don't just post it. Mm-hmm. People reply, and then you're you're ghosting them. So you, you hit yeah. Get, yeah. So you hit on something about is asking them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, how how this is something that I have found out. I mean, how important is the quote unquote survey mm-hmm. in that initial engagement? Uh, I'm sorry. What, what if you, you like what, what I have found out is and a lot of the things that I've done is by asking a question mm-hmm. and, and enticing the, the, the viewer, whoever they may be, to respond to mm-hmm. the question specifically mm-hmm. is a great foot in the door mm-hmm. for engagement. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So I would, uh, as a rule of thumb, you want like, I think it was the rule is 80-20 or 70-20-10 um, where you want most of your content to be just branding, which means mm-hmm. you're not asking for a sale. You're not doing anything. Right. You're just building because marketing is you know, the way you're selling yourself, but brand is how people think of you, the way right. you dress. Right. Um, so being present and not thinking, how am I going to make sales? How am I going to get ROI? But how can you just be a genuine person? Think of your business as a person and then mm-hmm. just be on there. Instead of posting to your personal Facebook, go to your business one, as long as it's not a personal thing, but just go to your business Facebook mm-hmm. and, and ask, like, talk to your customers like they're your friends. Right. And I think, and one of the things too that I've noticed is, and you know, we we, we have multiple Facebook pages here. We have multiple social media mm-hmm. platforms here. And the key thing is don't let it get old. Don't mm-hmm. let it get stale. Don't let it. Don't let someone come to your Facebook page and see that it hasn't been updated in three yeah, months. Yeah, that's, uh, that's like bad. A, an ice... An idle Facebook page is more dangerous than not having one at all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can't consistently post on it, 
I don't even make one because right. then you're just going to be hurting yourself. Right. Um, and you Facebook can post is, anything. It's like the yellow pages of today. Right. Yeah. People. Right. People often go to Facebook just to, or any other social platform, just to verify that you're legit. That's that's basically your credibility builder. Mm-hmm. If you find a business and then you look on their Facebook and they're you got 20 people liking it and they mm-hmm. haven't posted in over a year, like eh, I don't it, even know if they're still open. That's, in, that's <laughs> interesting. You mentioned Yellow Pages. Um, are you you are you old enough to remember Yellow Pages? I do remember Yellow Pages. You do remember Yellow yeah. Pages. I didn't oh really God. use them much. I was a kid, so I was just like. Ooh, big books. Big books. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because okay. yeah. how long have Yellow Pages been gone? They've been gone. They have an online version of it now. Yeah, but I mean, but the actual gigantic yeah. phone book. They but, still get them. I think they still exist, yeah. They, yeah. Why would, why would any... Bottom or not, they get sent to you. Because they used to be delivered... They were delivered here every year um, up until about 2005. Mm-hmm. Is when they stopped delivering them here. We would get like three, four of these giant phone books. And and also, you always want to think about your target market whenever you're picking the Good platform segue. you want to advertise on. Mm-hmm. So if you're advertising, because I'm sure there are people that still read Yellow Books. They're probably older. Um, there's a, a specific type of person that still uses those, but they're mm-hmm. still used. Mm-hmm. They're still sold. So if that is your market. Pay invest in a yellow book ad versus a Facebook ad if your audience isn't going to be on Facebook. My eighty five year old mother is on Facebook and on social yeah, media. Pretty I don't much. Think she goes through her her yeah. yellow. I don't even think she has a yellow pages anymore. Not not everyone though. But save the trees. Just, just understand who you're talking to. Right. Right. Exactly. Precisely. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Um. So now I want to shift gears a little bit here, and have you. Talk about the Eclipse Awards. So you run a campaign to promote that. And -hmm. it's a lot like taking traditional media, TV, broadcast, and putting it on social media where you would do a live stream with all sorts of graphics and stuff. So tell me about your thought process and your results when it comes to promoting the Eclipse Awards. It first starts with panic (laughs) and uh, then moves from panic into uh, uh, action. Um, and every year, the the Eclipse Awards, the marketing of the awards is um, uh, it, it 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 is for us a very large task. This is mm-hmm. what is my schooling on what it is we the 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 ceiling of what we are capable of. Mm-hmm. You know, the what we do at the Eclipse Awards is my schooling on that, and it's um, you know it's you have to come up if if you're going to focus on one thing. You focus on that one thing. In and pretty much for January, February, and March, every all other social media campaigns really just we update Facebook every day and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But in terms of actual hardcore marketing, it's the only thing that we do for those three months because yep. it, it just takes all the oxygen out of the room. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to reach a certain level. Uh, a certain uh, predetermined number in, in of what entries. Do you measure that? Okay, me- entries. It's, it's all done by budget. Okay, and we have to reach a certain level of entries in order uh, by X date. Mm-hmm. Okay, in order to um, be able to fulfill. 
the full mm-hmm. the, the full range of the, the the award ceremony, the nomination ceremony. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the expenses, what all are that some stuff. Milestones that you use to benchmark that and know that you're on. Well, we get the I get we get the we, for that specific uh, campaign, we get the online entries. Mm-hmm. We get the notifications every day as they come in. Mm-hmm. And it's being it's 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 something that is just you know riveted to my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Do you track that period. the amount of people that are like coming to the page and then not filling out the form? Do you? Um, we've we've just started doing the Facebook Pixel mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. and uh, now that the awards are every other year which is a blessing, mm-hmm. uh, we now have the time to... In, and see, that was a big thing for a small mm-hmm. operation. You just never had the time to integrate the data. Okay, Facebook Pixel gives you this great feature. Yeah. Okay, where you can track what they're doing when they come to your website. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and maybe you need to modify your website. Maybe you need to modify the language. Um, but we never had the time to implement that. Mm-hmm. It was always like, oh my God, we got the next one. And, mm-hmm. and so um, that's the beauty of now the awards being um, uh, every other year. Um, we now have the opportunity and the luxury to do that. So we do have the Facebook Pixel data. We just haven't plugged it in yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually what it is, it's, it's thinking of a new campaign, a new idea, a new slogan, a new something, you know, knowing that humor Mm-hmm. works yeah um you know you and i talked one time about the memes and using those yeah. and that was very successful That's, just go back a little rewind a little bit for that third point mm-hmm. um i never got to i would say posting memes images just mm-hmm. google search a bunch of things curating mm-hmm. content and posting that if right. you don't if you can't write you can't be on video right just curate other people's content and put it out there as That's, long as you have permission yeah, always being aware yeah. using the using the There's copyright royalty clearances. free sites that you can find right on. right I think the 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 big thing with um, uh, the but like with the Eclipse Awards is that it's a big challenge is going to be the um, uh, you know that coming up with new marketing concepts and ideas mm-hmm. every day yeah and it's you know going in the studio and you know I mean I, I I throw I have a tuxedo jacket and a tuxedo tie and a tuxedo shirt back in the men's dressing room and I have jeans on but I just throw that on because it's a waist up only shot mm-hmm. and then we go in the studio and I take a couple statues and I go hey you know everyone here on Facebook here we are boom bam boom bam yeah. you know make sure you get your <laughs> entries in you know the eclipsewar.com call now bah, 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 yeah. goodbye and you just throw that out there mm-hmm. and a Facebook loves that immediacy mm-hmm. so they goose it Mm-hmm. You know, and it gets in front of a few more eyeballs. And then, uh, okay, that's what I did today. Tomorrow's coming, and I got to think of something else. Mm-hmm. So you can see how it really does. They, these yeah. kind of intense campaigns for small operations really do, mm. you know, they consume all the bandwidth. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's engaging. Uh, you know, I think you always work best when you are pinned up against yeah. a wall. Whenever there's with a pressure, you get things done. Oh, that, traditionally, <laughs> that's always been my thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I worked. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a writer mm-hmm. by quasi trade. I trade, I guess. I yeah. And um, many years ago, I got hired to write a full length film, full length feature film, out in Los Angeles, and it was the most grueling thing Mm -hmm. I had ever done in my life professionally Mm -hmm. where every single day I was expected to perform intricate tap dances, so to speak, creatively. Mm -hmm. 
to come up with creative solutions, pull rabbits out of hats. I mean, otherwise I was going to lose the bloody job. Yeah. You know, and I needed to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a good, and it was, and it was a good paying gig. And I was, you know, writing my first film. And, uh, um, I came out of that process, um, as sharp as a tack, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's one of the things that um, that kind of pressure does, you know, uh, create. Necessity in is the, the... <laughs> right. I, and I would encourage everybody to, you know, to, to who goes into that. Yes, it's it's a slog. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's tough. But you come out of it at the other end, focused, sharp. If somebody, I was to the point where I, I taught a creative writing mm-hmm. class where you could throw me a word. Mm-hmm. And I could create a scene from yeah. a word because that's what the producers in L.A. were essentially doing to me. So maybe some advice for a business owner is just give yourself a bunch of pressure. Launch a campaign and, and learn from the Yeah, learn as from long that. as it doesn't have any health consequences like <laughs> yeah. high blood pressure. So I've been very fortunate. You know, I have, I have low blood pressure. You know, I wouldn't do this to myself you know, obviously, as you get older, yeah. <laughs> you know, you become a little more health conscious. And I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, in, I wouldn't induce anxiety and blood pressure and ulcers just for the sake of that. But if that, you're, I'm a type A. Yeah. And if you're a type A, you thrive on that. Mm-hmm. That's your jet fuel. That's your yeah. energy. That's your, you know, your vitamin pill. So um, uh, that can be very beneficial. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I would recommend that, um, uh, you know, just because it, it does, it definitely does get you out of, oh, I really don't really feel like doing it. Mm. It does. It, it, it kicks you out of that, yeah. that rut that you're in That's, and gets you back on the road. For me personally, when I, the fire I put under myself um, mm. is I just decided to go full time with being self-employed and that was not having any other source of income lit a fire under me that like, well, I have to hustle. Starvation is a motivator. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I got to pay bills. I got to do all these things. So I have to work. I have to make this work. Mm -hmm. And so far it's been great. I'm over a year into it and I still haven't defaulted. So yeah, I think pressure is honestly a a huge component to and it's like and 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 for anyone out there you know who's in a small business or a small nonprofit, and who is really considering or or realizes that they need to engage this social media digital marketing i think that you got to you got to you got to use that obviously the last thing anybody a small business owner Mm -hmm. needs is more anxiety yeah i mean i don't need that (laughs) why would i do that you know um uh but you know looking at it in a wholesome forest view kind of perspective, you know, and realizing that this is all really, a, you know, a tool that uh, I can, um, uh, I can use to build my business, to build my nonprofit, you know, is really the answer. So we're just about out of time. So I want to close this out with uh, two more questions. Um, first, what would you say is the percentage of your marketing budget is put into social media? And can you say that? Oh, I would say virtually, virtually all of it. Yeah. We're talking like 90%. Yes. 90%. Years ago, we we bought billboards years ago. We did mm-hmm. billboards here and we did uh, lawn signs back, mm-hmm. in, back in the old day. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> you do what works. I mean, you know, I remember driving... 
driving on a Sunday night with my hatchback loaded with lawn signs for a station event mm. and driving and just popping lawn signs all over the city. And would you say it's been and it worked better like or worse going moving your marketing budget towards the online space? Better. Oh, definitely better. Definitely better. I yeah. mean, there's definitely been a plus um, uh, uh, movement of uh, of uh, doing that level of engagement because it is so much more accurate mm -hmm. for the dollar you invest. I mean, you know, even when I did the famous lawn sign midnight spree of spraying them all over the city, yeah. they were still being seen by eyeballs that were had no interest whatsoever. Right. So, I mean, yeah. And then last thing I want to say, ask is what are your biggest flops and biggest successes? The biggest flops. Just like name your biggest flop and your biggest success doing online marketing. I think the biggest success would be the Eclipse Awards mm -hmm. uh, because it is built over the years into a prestigious, you know, we saw a need we had a need and there was another need out there in the creative community and we saw that need and we we created uh, an answer to that and we marketed it accordingly and, and it built up over the years. Um, uh, I would say that would be the biggest success. The biggest flop, um, I would say we did a, uh, it wasn't really a flop, it just didn't perform how we wanted it to. Mm -hmm. um, that was a buy a brick campaign that we did pre-social media. Mm -hmm. Are you looking for a... I'm looking for a flop on so social media. A flop on social media. So far... It's the biggest learning mess. Uh, so far, no flops. So far, no flops. The mm -hmm. biggest learning was the Eclipse Awards. We have learned a tremendous amount mm -hmm. uh, by doing what we've done on the Eclipse Awards. I mean, there may have been things with regard to the Eclipse Awards digital marketing that yeah. maybe didn't perform yeah. little uh, things there's, and, there's a lot of little things yeah that, that just didn't perform but, but in overall, the overall yeah. there's been digitally marketing digital marketing wise there have been no flops right i mean because yeah, flops is a big word yeah yeah all it's, right it's kind of a, it's like hate it just, like, <laughs> just has all these <laughs> too, too much negativity yeah it's just things that didn't perform a hundred percent you mm -hmm. know yeah there was uh yeah i mean what we've done what we've done and what we are doing, um, we are we are seeing good levels of engagement, you know, relative to what we're investing in it. Right. And and now we are really in the age old conundrum of, you know, if there was more time and if there was more money, we <laughs> yeah. could do more. Well, yeah. you know, so there it is. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time. Hey, thanks to be for on having this me. Podcast again. This is. Tom Norton, he is the general manager for WKTV, which is also the host of this podcast. And if you want to start your own podcast, you can come check it out. Uh, go to WKTV.org. All right. Thank you again. Thank you.